Star Wars 7x7 episode 1985. Today, we enter the safe zone for the rise of Skywalker. No spoilers, no rumors, no leaks, no nothing. But we are still going to talk about the rise of Skywalker. And today, we're going to talk about whether the rise of Skywalker is going to be this generation's Return of the Jedi. Here's why there are some similarities already. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. So let's start out by setting the parameters of this safe zone, okay? First of all, you can listen to this podcast safely. You are not going to hear anything between now and the release of The Rise of Skywalker that you don't want to hear or know about The Rise of Skywalker prior to its release. But this is going to work differently from how it did in previous years. For example... In 2017, leading up to The Last Jedi, I declared a safe week, which actually lasted about two weeks. And instead of talking about anything related to The Last Jedi, we talked about the story mode, the mission mode for Battlefront 2. That's not what's going to happen for this time around. Instead, we are going to talk about The Rise of Skywalker, but we're going to talk about other things related to The Rise of Skywalker. Again, that won't spoil anything. It's just playing off what we already know. And today, we're going to talk about Return of the Jedi. Now, in the show and in various media outlets, you've, of course, heard how many of the story beats of The Force Awakens seem to be very similar to the story beats of A New Hope. And on the show here, I've talked about how The Force Awakens actually does the job not just of A New Hope, but also the entire prequel trilogy as well. And so then you have The Last Jedi, which does much of the same kind of work that The Empire Strikes Back had to do, except does it certainly in a rather different way. And now we have The Rise of Skywalker, which in a sense could be doing a similar kind of job to Return of the Jedi. So I thought it would be interesting to take a look at the things we know about The Rise of Skywalker already and see how they line up with things that we know about Return of the Jedi. This doesn't necessarily mean that I'm figuring out plot points of The Rise of Skywalker, it's just noticing little bits and pieces of things that are similar. For example, the fact that The Rise of Skywalker takes place about a year after the events of The Last Jedi, well, that's the same time frame from Empire Strikes Back to Return of the Jedi, so there's one similarity right there. And I got a whole host of other ones, too. You could, for example, say that the relationship between Yoda and Luke in Return of the Jedi is going to be similar to the relationship between Leia and Rey in The Last Jedi, simply because, of course, Yoda is only on screen for a limited amount of time in Return of the Jedi, and Leia is only going to be on screen for a limited amount of time in The Rise of Skywalker, and there's definitely a mentorship situation between the two women there, so you could say that there's a similarity there. And by extension, you could also posit the theory that the Obi-Wan-Luke relationship in Return of the Jedi might be similar to the Luke-Rey relationship in The Rise of Skywalker, okay? Kinda makes sense, huh? We also know Palpatine is ultimately going to be the big bad guy of this affair, which is the same in both movies, and we know that a light and dark side force user are going to be dealing with Palpatine at some point, or at least we think that Kylo Ren is going to have something to do with him at some point, because we see him in that 
you know, crazy lightning-filled place where Ray seems to be at some point, too. So, you know, whether that's actually happening or whether it's Vision, who knows? But similar to Luke and Vader being in with Palpatine, too. We also know that things are gonna start off on a deserty planet, right? The sequence on Pasana with the speeder chase, J.J. Abrams has already said that that happens early in the movie. He said that in Good Morning America a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, speaking of speeder chases, <clears throat> a speeder chase of some kind, yeah, it was speeder bikes in Return of the Jedi, and tread speeders instead in The Rise of Skywalker, but still speeder chase, right? Um, there is <laughs> a Death Star. In fact, a second Death Star, both <laughs> appearing in The Rise of Skywalker and Return of the Jedi, the same one. What do you know? It's kind of crazy how that works out. And although it doesn't seem like this is the case, the Death Star 2, you know, had an operational terrible weapon in Return of the Jedi. I don't think Death Star 2 is going to have an operational terrible weapon in The Rise of Skywalker, but there is some sort of operational terrible weapon because of that giant red laser beam that we've seen coming down from the sky, and it looks like a whole ton of stuff is being destroyed and erupted by it, essentially. So, yeah, something massive that can fire huge lasers. That seems to also be similar. We have a giant hodgepodge rebel slash resistance fleet. We have a giant bad guy fleet as well. All the Star Destroyers, except um, they seem like you know, maybe they're getting involved in the fight. Where, uh, But, you know, of course, the Star Destroyer fleet in Return of the Jedi eventually got involved in the fight as well. But both holding perfect formations, you know? That's pretty neat. It's nice to see that order hasn't broken down <laughs> 30 years later. And, of course, leading up to this giant conflict. We have a meeting with rebel leaders in Return of the Jedi and a meeting with resistance leaders in The Rise of Skywalker. And they're also calling on the Mon Calamari to help them out, which is what happens in Return of the Jedi and with Admiral Ackbar's son in The Rise of Skywalker too. Okay, what else we got? Uh, let's talk about Good guys breaking into bad guy facilities, all right? So we've got in Return of the Jedi, of course, the Rebels breaking into that backdoor bunker for the shield generator. And in The Rise of Skywalker, we've already seen Poe and Finn running and gunning in some sort of First Order corridors. And we know Rey is on board a Star Destroyer at some point, like she does that leap through the magnetic field and out to the Falcon. So maybe that whole thing is related somehow. But yeah, uh, good guys in bad guy territory. And then... C-3PO, let's talk about 3PO. So he arguably has a more important role in Return of the Jedi than he does in Star Wars and Empire because he is the one who ultimately gets the Ewoks to be on the Rebel side and help them defeat the Empire. C-3PO has some sort of important job in The Rise of Skywalker as well. We don't yet know what it is, but there's been a lot of talk about how C-3PO is more important in this movie than he's been in previous movies, so it does seem to imply a uh, similarity, if you will, <laughs> comparatively speaking, because I would say he didn't necessarily play a very important role or have a lot of important stuff to do in The Force Awakens or The Last Jedi. Now, there's one other one I want to flag for you, and I'm going to do that right after the break. Stay tuned. 
Hey Rebel Razor, I've made some changes to the asteroid belt level at patreon.com slash SW7X7 and they are all with sponsors in mind. So if you want to get the word out about your business, your product, your service to a dedicated Star Wars audience, then please check out patreon.com slash SW7X7 and look for the asteroid belt level for details. Again, that's patreon.com slash SW7X7. Welcome back. So one of the things that J.J. Abrams has previously and long ago said about this movie is that he wanted to get all the heroes together for one big grand adventure. And so reuniting the heroes for a story is the other thing that I was thinking of, which is shared in common with Return of the Jedi, because obviously the heroes have been split up at the end of The Empire Strikes Back, and the beginning of Return of the Jedi brings them back together, and ultimately they are together for a good chunk of the movie until they are split apart with you know, Lando staying with the fleet and Luke going off to face Vader. Well, it looks like we kind of have something similar potentially happening as well because Rey at some point is going to have to go off and face Kylo Ren. Poe is going to be up in the skies flying around in the space battle and Finn and company are going to be riding <laughs> space horses along a chunk of the Death Star on the surface or you know, on somewhere in the middle of the ocean of Kefbir. Yeah, so heroes reunited and then split apart again. That would be yet another thing that it seems to be sharing in common with Return of the Jedi, The Rise of Skywalker does. And that is what I've seen so far, and there may yet be more, but there are also a couple of differences as well, and I think we might talk about a few of those in tomorrow's episode. But for now, that is going to do it for this episode of the show. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.